Support for today's Heat Treat Radio episode is provided by the Heat Treat Buyer's Guide. Use the free online directory to find Heat Treat service and product providers near you. Go to www.heattreatbuyersguide.com. And welcome to Heat Treat Radio, a podcast from Heat Treat Today. Whether you're listening to us or tuning in via video on heattreattoday.com forward slash radio, we're glad to have you. I'm sure many, if not all, of Heat Treat Radio's listeners have heard of the plus or minus 0.1 degree F AMS 2750 requirement. It's a significant decision for aerospace heat treaters, and one that entails a major buy-in. Andrew Bassett, president and owner of Aerospace Testing and Pyrometry, was at the AMS 2750F meeting and shares the inside scoop on this topic and what he expects for the future of the standard. This conversation jumps off of a column written by Doug Glenn, publisher of Heat Treat Today, and host of this episode. You can find the column, plus or minus 0.1 degree F, the debate, on www.heattreattoday.com or in Heat Treat Today's February 2023 Air and Atmosphere Furnace Systems print edition. Let's take a listen. All right, so Andrew, wanted to talk to you today. Uh, first off, you know what? First off, let me introduce you, right? Andrew Bassett, president, owner of Aerospace Test- Testing and Pyrometry, somewhere in eastern Pennsylvania. We don't know. You're on the move. You know, you. Where, where, what is your new address now, by the way? Hey, we are in uh, eastern Pennsylvania in, uh, uh, in 2020 Dayton Drive, so in eastern Pennsylvania. So there you place. go. Here you go. I know before we hit the record button, we were talking about the historic lot you're on, but I didn't want I wanted to make sure people knew that you were, you know, where you were located. So eastern PA. So that's great. But anyhow, Andrew, we want to talk a bit about uh, this uh, plus or minus one degree F debate that is going on. It's actually pre- was precipitated by the uh, column that I wrote in the in is going to be the February issue. It isn't out as you and I are talking. It's not quite out. It'll be out in, a, in about two weeks. Uh, but hopefully by the time this airs, people will have had a chance to read that. Just want to talk about that debate. And I know you've been somewhat involved with it. So if you don't mind, just give our listeners a quick background on what are we talking about this plus or minus 0.1 degree F debate. Sure. So um, to be honest with you, uh, as part of the, the AMS 2750 sub-team uh, members, one of the questions came up uh, during the rewrite of going back to Rev F was this 0.1 readability. Uh, we're kind of fixing a flaw that's been in the standard ever since you know the, the, you know, the day that the 2750 came out when we were talking about accuracy requirements. And we talked about with instrumentation, for instance, you have plus or minus two degrees Fahrenheit or equivalent would be 1.1 Celsius. So the 0.1 Celsius, or the 1.1 Celsius, we said, well, if your instrumentation does not show this 0.1 readability, how can you show compliance to the standards? So um, then it kind of morphed into other issues that we've had in the previous revisions where we talk about, you know, for for instance, uh, system accuracy testing, uh, you're allowed a hard number plus or minus three for a class two furnace or 0.3% of reading, whichever is greater. So now we have this percentage, anything obviously over a thousand degrees is you're going to be able to use the percentage of reading to help uh, bring your instrumentation or your, your your test into tolerance. So again, in that example, 1100, you're about 3.3 degrees. Again, if your instrumentation doesn't show this readability, again, how are you going to prove compliance? 
So that's where it all morphed into. And originally the first draft that we proposed on in 2750F was all instrumentation had to have 0.1 readability. And we kind of got some feedback from the, I don't want to say feedback or pitchforks and, you know, hammers on us about that, that this would be cost prohibitive. A lot of the instrumentation do not meet, uh, don't have that readability. It would be real costly to go out and try to do this. So we, we understood that. But at the end of the day, we said, all right, well, the recording device is your permanent record. And so that's what we're going to lean on. And we still had a lot of pushback. So we ended up putting a poll out to uh, within AMEC and the heat treating industry um, to see what their opinions were. And we said the point one readability, uh, we eliminate uh, any uh uh, when it came to a percentage of reading, they would be hard tolerances. So for instance, a SAT at three degrees, that's what it would be, not or 0.3% of reading. Um, and honestly, I can't remember what I did yesterday, but there was a third option that we had put out to the, com uh, the community at large, and it came back as the 0.1 readability for digital recorders. So that's where we ran with the 0.1 readability. So um, you know, when it was that big of an issue, we didn't make the decisions ourselves. We wanted to put it out to the rest of the, you know, the community on that. And I think, you know, my 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 guess now, looking back at it all, is I don't think everyone really thought the whole thing through yet. And so that's yeah. kind of my guess of now people are like, okay, well, now I need to get this point one readability. And again, during the meetings, we heard the issues. Is point one going to really make a difference to metal? We 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 understand that metal is pretty dumb and no, 0.1 readability. If you you know show you know you're, 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 you have a load thermocouple that goes you know in your furnace and it reads 0.1 over the tolerance, does it fail the load? Well, no. Metallurgically, we all know that's not going to happen. But there's got to be a line in the sand somewhere. So it was drawn at that. So that's that's a little bit of the background of of the 0.1 readability. Yeah, yeah. So so basically, we're in a, we're in a situation now where where it, people are in fact and correct me if i'm wrong here people are in fact potentially going to fail uh sats or or or, or tests on their system because of a 0.1 uh reading correct i mean it is possible correct yeah so when the 0.1 readability came out in the in rev f we gave a two-year moratorium that that, yeah. that requirement had to um you, you still had two more years so then when rev g came out exactly two years to the date we still had a lot of customers coming to us or a lot of suppliers coming back to us and says hey look there's a supply shortage on these types of recorders you know yeah. we're, we need to buy some time on this and you know it ranged from two, you know another year to 10 years and we're like whoa 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 <laughs> you know you know you saw this coming down the pipe before you know maybe you pushed it down the road whatever obviously covid put a, a damper on a lot of people so we added another year so as of june 30th of, of this year 2023 that requirement's going to you know it's going to come into full full play now and you know like it or not that's where the standard sits today or so june so you're saying june 23rd this year june 30th june, june, 30th. june 30th of this year okay yeah. all right yeah all right that's good no that's good that's good background so i guess there were there were several issues that i we raised i raised in this uh this uh article first off you've already hit on one you know i, I understand the 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 ability to be precise but in a in most and you've hit on it most heat treatment applications you know one degree is not going to make a difference right in fact so why 
you know, why do we push for a point one? Yeah, when one we, degree isn't even going to make a difference. Well, we know that. And and it's been discussed that way. But again, that hard line in the sand had to be drawn somewhere. Yeah. And that was the gotcha. direction the community wanted to go with. So that's what we lit, you know, we went with that. That, that right. So uh, yeah, we, we understand some, you know, some metals, 10 degrees not gonna make a difference, but you yeah, know, you know, we need to have some sort of line in the sand, and that's what was wrong. Yeah. So you get a you get a uh what a class. I don't know, class, uh, a furnace that is, that is, uh, is, uh, I want to say a class classification furnace, right? That's a five or a six or whatever. I forget what the, which ones, I, if it's the lower numbers that are the, the tighter, but you've got a furnace that's classified for plus or minus five, mm -hmm. right? Well, class, one, the, class one would be plus or minus five, class five is 25. So, yeah. Okay. So there you go. So thank you. I, I, class mm -hmm. one, I was thinking it was the lower number was the, the, the tighter furnace. So a class one plus or minus five, and you're saying that, I mean, that's all, that's all the furnaces classified for, right? So plus or minus five. So if you get a, a reading of a thousand, it could be a thousand five or it could be 995. So that, that's the first thing. And then you're putting on top of that, the whole idea of, okay, but, but your temperature reading has got to be down to 0.1 degree, right. you know, yeah. some, there just seems to be some disconnect there. We'll return in just a moment, but first let me take one minute to offer you some advice from our sponsor. The Heat Treat Buyer's Guide. Use this guide to find amazing North American heat treat providers of services, equipment, and related products. The super simple search tool allows you to browse by category or just search by a product or company name. The HeatTreatBuyersGuide.com helps to streamline your purchases and expenses so you can maintain excellent results in your heat treat shop. Go to www.HeatTreatBuyersGuide.com to start searching today. Again, that's www.heatreatbuyersguide.com. Now, back to the episode. You also mentioned about the uh, instrumentation. Uh, you know, it's been pointed out to me by some of the instrumentation people that their instruments are actually only reading four digits or, yes. you know, four digits. So up to 99.9, .9, okay, you can actually have a point, but it goes to a thousand degrees. You're out of digits. You can't even read that. I mean, they can't even read that uh, down to a point. Correct. So that's on the recording side of things, because we went from we, you know, uh, we went away from analog instrumentation. So the old chart papers, right. that's all gone. And we required the digital recorders with that point one readability as of June 30th right. of this year. So, uh, again, the first draft was all instrumentation. That would be your controllers, your, your uh, over temps. But and we know that limitation. But, you know, everyone does have to be beware of it. We still allow for this calibration of this plus minus two or 0.2%. Right. So if you're doing a calibration, let's say on a uh, temperature controller and a calibration point at 1600 degrees, and the instrument only reads whole numbers. So the percentage, you can't, you can use the percentage, but you would have to round it inward. Right. Okay. Okay. Let's use eighteen hundred. That would be an easier way to do it. So I'm allowed plus or minus two or three point six degrees if I'm using the percentage of reading. But if the instrument does not read uh, in decimal points for a controller or over temp, you would right. have to round that down to plus or minus three. 
plus or minus three, right? The point six is out the window. So yeah. Correct. So okay. You know, and, and you know, we like to I don't I shouldn't say we like to bury things in footnotes, but this was an afterthought. <laughs> in one of the footnotes, uh one of the tables yeah. that talks about instrumentation calibration that people need to be aware of. Right, right, right. Okay, super good. All right. So let's let's just do this because I think it's I think we got a good sense of, of what the situation is currently. Would you care to uh prognosticate about the future i mean what what do you do you think this do you think this is going to stand do you think it'll be changed what what do you what do you think i realize you're speaking for yourself here right yeah so you know i, I I'm, I'm conflicted on both sides you know i i, I want to help the supply base you know with this with this issue but i'm also on the standards committee that writes the standards so I think because we're so far down the road right now, you know, this has been out for going on three years in June. This requirement's been out there since June. I don't see anything being rolled back on it at this point. Um, I think that because, you know, if we did roll it back, we have to, you know, look at it both ways. If we did roll this back and say, all right, let's just do away this with this point one readability issue, we still have to worry about the people processing in Celsius. Remember, we're pretty much the only country in the world that processes Fahrenheit. So um, you know, the rest of the world, you know, has been probably following these lines all along. Um, but if we roll this back, just think about all the people that have made that investment and moved forward on the point one readability and said, so comes back and says, wait a minute, we just spent $100,000 on upgrading our systems. And now you're rolling it back. That's not fair to us. So I think at this point, with the ball already rolling, um, it'll be very interesting to see uh, when NADCAP starts publishing out the uh, uh, the audit findings when it comes to the pyrometry and this point one readability to see how many suppliers are being hit on this requirement and how many that would give us a good indication if there's a lot of yeses on it, then obviously a lot of suppliers haven't gone down this road. Uh, my guess is, uh, you know, for the most part, anybody that's NADCAP accredited and heat treating and this goes across chemical processing coatings and a few other commodities. I think people have have caught up to this. So personally, I don't think this is going to go away. It's not going to disappear. It's going to keep going down this road, you know, be it that way. Maybe another, um, you know, if people are still struggling with getting, uh, you know, the, the types of devices in that can have that point one readability, then maybe a uh, another year extension on it. But, you know, I don't I don't know where that is right now. I haven't gotten enough feedback from uh, aerospace customers that, you know, hey, I can't get the recorder. I mean, I've seen some lead times on Yokogawa and Honeywell and Eurotherms are, they're pretty extensive even as of today. Okay, no, that's good. That's good. So you've got these, I, I just don't understand, Andrew, how it's even physically possible that that companies can record something as accurately as 0.1 degree if the thermocouple, either assembly or thermocouple wire, is rated at plus or minus two, mm -hmm. I mean, how how is that even possible that you can want somebody to be accurate down to you know plus or minus plus or minus point one when the thing is only accurate down to uh, up to you know two? Right. So I mean, I I I get that, and we can even yeah. go a lot further with that and start talking about budgets of uncertainty. I mean, if you look at any reputable thermocouple manufacturer or instrument, 
calibration reports that are seven ISO 17025, they have to list out what their measurements of uncertainty. And that gives you only the 98% confidence you're going to be within that accuracy statement. So it's, yeah, I, I get the, the whole issue of this 0.1 readability. And we, in, in good intentions, was to fix a flaw in the problem. I mean, it, it spiraled. I mean, we've seen where PLCs and some of these high logic controllers now, yeah, they can show the 0.1 readability, but they automatically round up at 0.5. And now are you violating the other requirements of rounding to E29? Now, I think we've closed that loophole in the standard, but you're right. I mean, it's, you know, we were trying to do the right thing, try to fix the loophole. And, 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 uh, you know, really, I, I don't think we did. Personally, I don't think we gave it all that much further thought on that, except, hey, let's just yep. make the reporters this way and it, this should be okay. But, right, right, right. No, that's good. And, and let's, I think, you know, let me be clear. And I think most everybody, I think everybody that was involved with, with color standards are excellent people. They're trying to do the right thing. And, and so no, no, no ditzing on anybody that was doing it. But I just think now when you look at it with a guy who's for me, you know, I'm not a furnace guy, right? I'm a publisher, right? But when I look at it, I'm going, okay, you're asking somebody to be as accurate as 0.1 on equipment that can only do plus or minus two, okay? Right. That's a four degree swing, right? Four degree swing, and you're asking them to be within 0.1. Yeah. basically okay maybe that's an oversimplification but okay well that's good andrew i think this is this has been helpful it's been good hearing from you because you're you're on the front line here on you're you got one one foot firmly planted in both camps you know yeah. i'm doing my best to stay in that you know be the switzerland stay neutral with it all <laughs> yeah exactly exactly either that or you're going to do a very bad split in the near future as the as the one the boat moves away from the dock one or the other it's going to be ugly so anyhow i appreciate it andrew you're a gentleman thanks for taking some time with us thanks doug appreciate it take care we hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode with andrew bassett help us help others by giving heat treat radio a five-star review or a like on any platform where you are listening, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, and Podbean. You can also read the transcript or access both the audio and video recording of the podcast on heatreattoday.com forward slash radio. If you'd like to get in contact with Andrew, head over to www.atp-cal.com. You can also email me and I can put you in touch. My email is bethany at heattreattoday.com. As always, if you have a new or interesting idea that you want to hear discussed on Heat Treat Radio, let me know. Also, if you'd like to sponsor a future episode, let me know at bethany at heattreattoday.com. Heat Treat Radio is just one of the ways that Heat Treat Today tries to help you get the information you need to make good decisions. If you are looking for more information about this discussion on point one readability, search point one furnace classes or AMS 2750 on heatreattoday.com. You'll be sure to find several articles that hit on this standard and the discussion. Heat Treat Radio would like to thank the Heat Treat Buyer's Guide for sponsoring this episode. Use the free online directory to find Heat Treat service and product providers near you. Go to www.heatreatbuyersguide.com. This and every other episode of Heat Treat Radio is the sole property of Heat Treat Today and may not be reproduced in part or in whole without advanced written permission from Heat Treat Today. And I'm Bethany Leone. Thank you for listening. Thank you.